0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Dancer's Mindset with myself, Isabella. First things first, go and rate and review the podcast. Give me a lovely review or an honest review (laughs) of what you think of the podcast. Um, I love reading the reviews because also, as you know, I'm just talking to my microphone of what I think might interest you, and it's nice to hear from you guys. It's nice to hear what you think. And I hope it's helping you. So far, I think it is, which makes me full of joy. You've got no idea. So, yeah, it would really help. If you haven't given it a little rating, um, please do. Please do, because it will really let iTunes and Spotify know that this podcast should be up there in the algorithm. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to be talking about insecurities, insecure about being different. Now, insecurities are completely normal and we all have them, especially when growing up um, because we're surrounded by our peers and we, as we grow up together, we can notice that we're a little bit different or, you know, perhaps you're struggling with something. Now, I'm going to talk specifically today about height and possibly, you know, the biggest insecurity for me was um, my height for a while. People often ask me about my height, you know, and say, how did you deal with that? Um, You know, you're so tall, like, are you too tall for ballet? And obviously my answer is, I mean, no, I'm not too tall for ballet. I'm definitely above average. I'm definitely taller than most people. I'm 5 foot 10. Um, On point, I'm probably over 6 foot. So, yeah, I'm definitely massive. (laughs) so I just need a lovely tall gentleman to partner me Um, and when I was at the Royal Ballet School now I feel bad you know because most of the time the things that are not so great and the times that aren't so good are at the Royal Ballet School but I'm just being honest I didn't have the best time and I know a lot of people agree with me on that a lot of people don't have a great time There. Some people have a good time. Most people have, to some degree, a not so great time. So, for me, I was dealing with lots of things over there, um, but one of which was my growth. And apart from just looking different, um, I really had terrible pain. So, I'm going to tell you uh, a funny story in a minute, but basically, I had terrible pain in my feet so my feet were the thing that grew first can you imagine I must have looked like a clown um with like these massive clown feet um fun (laughs) Um, which didn't point very well because they weren't very strong so a bit like flippers um attractive so I used to get pain in my metatarsals um and this was called bursitis it's like little sacks of fluid inflammation that are on your metatarsals so painful you know like if my point shoe touched my metatarsals which obviously it did whenever I pointed my foot I'd get this like excruciating sharp pain um, at the time what the Royal Ballet School wasn't good at was uh, being sympathetic towards young people growing most of the people in my class were very small Um, so they didn't really grow much and didn't really have these issues I had more in common with the boys because the boys were growing like me so they had like awful shin pain as did I I had so many shin pains I also had um, plantar fasciitis you know um, which often happens when your calves are really tight and they're pulling on your Achilles then you get pain on the base of your foot I had all these things so you know it was a lot Um, so yeah I was in a lot of pain and I just felt stressed most of the time because of this pain because I wasn't really allowed to stop either because of the lack of care going on and apart from feeling insecure about being taller I was feeling weaker okay so I didn't feel great about myself and um, I went through a phase of being quite insecure you know and one thing that didn't help was I went to the office of the Royal Ballet School once I was called into the office oh I know what happened yeah I was auditioning for the upper school so I'd already auditioned for Vaganova at this point and already got in and already knew that I, I could go there if I wanted to but I auditioned for the upper school actually not expecting them to give me a place because of the fact that I just felt they thought I was rubbish I just felt because I wasn't getting much attention and um I didn't feel loved I didn't feel like they really wanted to help me so yeah I was really surprised when they offered me a place I was like oh um oh right okay and then just before I left the office they said oh um you can stop growing now uh sorry sorry what uh you you can stop growing now oh, right, okay, uh, sure, no no problem, no problem, um, yeah, I'll just I'll just uh, go and con- control that, right? <laughs> so, obviously, I left, and I, r- I rang my mum, being like, yeah, I got a place, but um, also, how do I stunt my growth? <laughs> and obviously, um, you know, that's a super stressful thing to say, I really wish sometimes teachers would think what they're saying To dance to young people. Cause like, what even is that comment? I'm sure there's loads of people out there who've had something said to them, and it's like, have you did you just think what came out of your mouth before you told me that? You have just caused me so much trauma and emotional stress, and a comment that I'm gonna take with me for years to come, thanks. You know? Really terrible to be honest. Anyway, um Yeah so I was like, yeah, no problem, (laughs) Um, and, you know, it got so bad, guys, this is how insecure I was about my height, I'll tell you now, Um, some funny stories, basically, with my point shoes, the rate at which my feet grew was, um, at one point, absolutely ridiculous, so, they grew really quick and then none of my point shoes fitted. So I really needed some new point shoes. So I said to my mum, Look, we've got to go to Freed's tonight after school because I've run out of point shoes. I, I don't have any shoes to wear um, and we've got so much work happening. Um, and she was like, Oh God, oh God, okay, okay, okay. Let's go tonight after school. So we, you know, left Richmond Park, ran, you know, got in the car and bolted to Covent Garden where the Freed shop is. Um, I got nine pairs of shoes, I sewed them all over the weekend, and I'm not even kidding, they were slightly baggy um, in the shop, and um, baggy over the weekend, because I thought, oh it's no problem, like my feet are going to grow anyway, let's just get some baggy pairs. By, I'd sewn them all, okay, by Monday morning, none of them fit, none of them fit, (laughs) and I had to Uh, not use any of them, and I couldn't even take them back because I'd sewed them all. Um, So my mum had lost all that money, and I still had no shoes. So then this took me to be introduced to Bob Martin. Uh, Bob Martin was a um, bespoke point shoemaker, he's retired now, which is super sad, because I would want to suggest him to every single student of mine, because he is just like a magician, he is amazing, he is a godsend, um, he did Darcy Bustle's shoes throughout her career, um, Marinella's shoes before he retired, um, Francesca Hayward's shoes before, um, I think she still wears him, because basically he's given his business to block now, um, But he's not; they're not taking on any new customers. So Block make the shoes for all the customers he already has, but no more customers. Um, So I just got in there at the very end, really. Maybe his last um, 10 years of business, you know. Anyway, I used to ask him. I said, look, my feet are growing a lot. Like, what's the size of my feet now? And he was like, oh, we need to give you a six and a half in... um, Point shoes and I said oh my gosh that's so big like most of most of my classmates shoe size is like a size four um can you do anything for me and he said yeah no problem why don't we stamp size five on the sole um <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh that would be amazing that would make me feel far less insecure so it's so funny when people and it what and it was so nice of him to do that I didn't I don't know and I still don't know what my actual true size was because of that, only he knows um, but when people would ask me in the class or even teachers like what size feet are you what what size feet do you have I'd look on the sole and go oh look i just, just size 5 and they'd be like oh oh okay they just must look a bit larger I'd go, yeah I'm only size 5 but that little change um, really helped me but that should show you just how insecure I was that I was changing the sole. Of the point shoe to a different size smaller hilarious um but yeah so that was what was going on whilst i was at the royal ballet school and then obviously when i went to russia it's much more diverse in a way um yes there's lots of small dancers and my class was actually quite small but throughout the whole school there's like really tall dancers as well and it doesn't really matter as long as you're good and have so much potential and they always saw tall dancers as an Odette Deal role so if you were good and you were tall you were probably going to be a swan um at some point in your life um and so that's when I learned to embrace it and my teacher really built me up and I give everything to my teacher you know it really is down to who's around you and what's being said to you um you know, my teacher would say, like, nose in the air, lift your head high, be taller, you know, use the space, eat up the space, you know, I wasn't told to dance smaller, I wasn't told to shrink or anything, and that made a huge difference to me, I was starting to feel confident, it took so much effort from her, and so much will from me, but eventually I started to feel amazing, just so confident, and like, yes, I'm tall, and I'm beautiful, and you know, I look grand and all I need is a tall partner. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, things that come with being tall is, obviously, you need to work a bit harder. Uh, like, I really believe that's the case that, you know, it's there's a stereotype of, oh, if you're tall, you can't move fast um, or you're a bit gangly. So, yeah, you've got to work on yourself. You've got to work on being really connected with your body, really tall um, really <laughs> connected and strong um, in your core and in your inner thighs and practice your turns so you can turn quickly practice your pity allegro so you can move quick you know um, but again it's not impossible nothing's impossible if you just put effort in and then also you know embrace embrace it because after all embrace being different embrace being tall because at the end of the day we only have one body And you can either constantly compare and constantly say like, oh, I'm so tall, everyone's so much smaller, I hate being different. You know, if you're saying that to yourself, you may as well just give up really. Give yourself a break and don't bother because this industry is hard enough anyway. Don't give yourself a hard time or embrace it with this positive mindset and embrace your difference. I'm telling you, obviously I'm biased, but I love seeing somebody different come on stage, I love seeing someone beautifully tall and long and elegant come on and think, wow, they look amazing, or someone, you know, who's below average height, really small, come on and just like bust out the quickest turns and the quickest jumps ever and just think, wow, she is just a little ball of fire, like it, it really doesn't matter in any way how you're different as long as you just own it owning it gives this confidence owning it lets other people know how great you are and then your difference in quotation marks then doesn't really it's not really um evident it's not really existent it's just wow um that person's amazing doesn't really matter at all suddenly how tall you are or how short you are or anything like that so whatever your insecurity is is it that you know your feet aren't archy or you're tall or you're small whatever it is embrace it own it learn to completely love yourself and your potential and surround yourself with good people positive people to help you bring out the best in you because nothing should limit you at all you don't have to limit yourself Who says we all have to be complete clones anyway? You know? I think there's a strange thought process around we all must be exactly the same. It's like, no, those people who are different, they stand out for a reason. And they need a bit more nurturing. They need a bit more attention on them, a bit more effort on them, because they have potential to be something magnificent and something, you know, very good. You know, so it's like you need people around you who are willing to put that effort in and that's why i'm appreciative to my teacher who was a mentor and somebody who believed in me so yes guys ah, i hope you enjoyed the podcast and like i say always direct message me if the podcast resonates with you i'd love to hear what you think and if you're struggling with insecurities in some way um just let me know and I'll happily advise as you can see throughout my um training I've told you briefly but I had loads of periods where I was quite insecure after what was said to me or after you know stamping the different size different size on my point shoe um and then having someone reverse all that but just because they believed in me like it's so important and then owning it and then your life just completely changes for the better so own your difference, okay guys, I'll speak to you soon, bye for now.